Hi, and welcome to David Essel Alive, Helping Americans Heal, the most positive podcast in the galaxies. David Essel in the box with you. Welcome aboard. Of course, this is heard on buzzsprouts.com. And you can listen to all of our past episodes that cover so many different topics. Today, we're going to talk about life after death, which is a fascinating topic, isn't it? It's just so incredible to experience what I experienced that I'm going to share today. It's mind-blowing is really what the answer is. It's completely mind-blowing what happened to me. But we cover these topics. We cover so many different topics with buzzsprouts.com. And the reason that we do it is because we want people to have the most updated information. doesn't matter if it's in the world of spirituality, which is what the topic is today, or if it's in any other area of life. It's all about being proactive, achieving goals, maximizing your potential. It's doing what we're here to do as human beings, right? For the past 43 years, as a number one best-selling author, counselor, executive coach, and more, we have covered and experienced so many very, very different things in life, but I never could have imagined the story I'm going to tell you today. I could have never imagined happening to me. Now, I've heard of other people that have sworn that they have been visited from people on the other side, those individuals that have passed over. Oh my gosh, I have heard many, many stories, and I believe them. For those individuals, I just didn't think it would happen to me. I wasn't against it by any means, but I just didn't know if I was in that right realm, if I was advanced enough, or whatever the words you want to use on. But then when it did happen, and it happened again, and it happened again, and then it happened with my mom and dad together, which is a whole nother podcast, in the same room, in the same day. I mean, come on, this can't be an accident, right? One of the things when I work with my, my clients, I always talk about patterns. Like, you know, something is real if a pattern occurs. And a pattern means that something happens more than once. That's all it means is that when you have something occur twice, now we have a pattern. If we have something that occurs once, we call it a one-off. It might be real. It might not be real. I don't know. But so... When my mom died, well, I'll even back up a little bit. I had a very challenging uh, childhood, we'll say the least, with my mom and dad. I was very much uh, uh, the black sheep of the family. Uh, I was the wild one. I was the one that was in trouble quite a bit. I didn't pay attention very well, didn't listen very well, didn't follow my parents' directives very well at all. And so it was kind of a tough upbringing. And then in my late 80s, I found uh, the late 80s and my, my late 20s, not quite in my 80s yet. In my late 20s, I, I found this major shift and I started to understand more about my mother, my father, my relationship with them grew so close. My mom, unbelievably so. I mean, we became so tight, so immensely tight. And I tell this story all the time, you know, even into my, I guess probably my 40s, she would mail me every month a package with goodies in it. You know, it might be a little box of cookies and cheese and crackers and coffee and that kind of stuff. I mean, but we had this incredible connection. She taught me so much about nature. I mean, everything that I do in nature is because of my mom. My love of animals, my love of, of plants, my love of landscaping, all of this is from my mom. She taught me so much. And so as our relationship grew, and I became more aware of what an amazing teacher she was for me and how incredibly patient she was when I was a young addict, as a matter of fact. I, I, I just was drawn to her, drawn to her magnetism, drawn to her love, drawn to her spirituality. She, oh, she was a woman of faith. She was a woman of God, my Lord. And then she became extremely ill. 
she had dementia and there are all kinds of dementia and I can't even tell you all I can tell you if there's a scale of dementia one to ten my mom was way up there near the ten mark it was horrendous and I only saw a part of it my brother Terry my sister Mary Diane went through the whole thing for four years it was hell on wheels and for people that don't know what dementia is I'll just give you an example you know when when mom would look at my dad who was still alive at that time and say who is that man get him out of the house that's dementia. That's tough on the whole family. I saw it from a bird's eye view. My brother and sister and my dad lived it. And then my mom passed. And after she passed, I was in so much pain. I was in more pain than I ever could have imagined. I can feel my emotions right now. Many times now, you know, and I just realized it's two and a half years ago that she passed and I can still get emotional but nowhere near what it was like, especially the first 10 months of my mom's passing was absolutely hell on earth. I couldn't handle it. I was breaking down every day. I was in complete shattered tears. And then I would go to work and then I would come home and right away, I'd be feeling the loss of the most loving woman that I had ever known in the world. And for 10 months, I struggled immensely not knowing how I was going to move past this. But the one thing I did every night is I wrote a letter to my mom, telling her how much I loved her, telling her how much I missed her. And then at the 10 month mark, and I have no idea what 10 months means. Maybe there's some mystical, magical concept around the 10 month mark. I don't know. I tell everyone when I talk to them about connecting with their loved ones who have passed over. I don't know the timing. I don't know if maybe with some people this happens in 30 days, some people it may be five years, I'm not sure. But I do know that it's critical that we create what I call gateways to the other side. Gateways inviting those people who have passed over to be a part of our life today. Not waiting until we meet in some miraculous place. Some people call heaven. Some people call it the next life. I don't care what the words are. But I do believe very strongly from the bottom of my heart that the visitations from my mom and dad were due to the fact that I created these gateways, that I let them know I love them, that I miss them, that I wanted to connect with them. And when I wrote to my mom every night, I would say that. Mom, I would love to hear from you. Mom, I would love to see you. Mom, I miss you so much. I don't want to go on without you. I felt so torn. And then it happened. And then the first visitation, which is all I'm going to share today, happened. And in that first visitation, the way it started was I'm laying in bed. I'm relaxing. I'm talking to my partner. Her head is on my chest. And as I'm breathing, I can feel her head go up and down. So I know I'm conscious and we're having this very light conversation. And then we stopped talking. But her head was still on my chest and it was still going up and down. And then all of a sudden I saw this massive black screen come down in front of me. And I'm looking at the screen going, that, that's weird. I've never seen a screen in my bedroom at night. And then the screen changed to like a long hallway. And now I'm really fascinated. What's going on? Like, what is this screen? And then what is this hallway? And then I see a figure coming towards me. And the figure ends up coming into the light. And it's Jesus Christ. 
And he stands there staring at me with this most benevolent, compassionate, sympathetic, possibly, expression on his face. No word spoken. He did not say a thing. He did not open his mouth. But there he was standing. And I'm going, okay, now I'm losing it. But I went and double-checked, and my partner's head is still going up and down on my chest, so I know I'm lucid, I know I'm grounded, I know I'm conscious. And then the screen goes back down. And I'm sitting there now, totally confused. What is going on? I just saw Jesus Christ walking down this hallway towards me. I see the screen up, the screen down, and the screen goes back up. And now it's got my full attention. And then I see this figure walking towards me. And as it comes from the shadow into the light, it's my mother. It's Mary Pat Essen walking towards me. And now I'm completely lost. Tears are streaming down my face. And I look and I go, my God, mom. And she looks at me and she used to always say this. Oh, David, honey. I know you're hurting, but I'm fine. I'm better than fine. Honey, I'm doing great. And I'm so sorry you're hurting, but there's no need. I am really doing great, David. And I want you to know one thing. Because I have to leave, but I want you to know this. I am always by your side. And now tears are streaming down my face. And I can't believe my mom is actually talking to me and telling me that she's fine and I don't have to carry the pain anymore and that she's always with me. And she gave me this beautiful smile and the screen went back down and I leapt out of bed and I screamed, wow, was that a lucid dream? Was that astral travel? What happened? My partner goes, what went on? She's saying to me, what, what, what just happened? I know you were somewhere. I know something. I, I said, it was amazing. It was incredible. It was my mother visiting me from the other side. It was real. It wasn't a lucid dream. It wasn't astral travel. I was in my bed, fully conscious, fully awake looking at my mother who answered my gateways, those letters that I was writing, asking her to come and visit me. And she did. And it's only one of three or more times that she's done it. It made the greatest difference in the world. It makes the greatest difference right now to share this story and also to let you know what I've learned that life is eternal, that love is eternal, that because someone passes over, they're nowhere else but right next to us if that's where we want them to be. But I honestly believe we need to be the initiators. We need to be the ones to call to them. We need to repetitively let them know we love them and we want them with us. And then there's all kinds of signs that can come up. Now, this is a blatant sign. When my mom came and visited me, that is as blatant as it can get. But there's other signs. You know, she started coming as a female cardinal on a daily basis, and she still does today. 
And when my dad passed away a year and a half ago, my mom passed two and a half years ago. My dad passed away. I can't believe the time has gone this fast. I really can't believe it. And then my dad starts visiting me as a male cardinal. And now we have mom and dad to this very day, this day right here, visiting every freaking day. And I speak to them every day. I honestly believe I have no gifts or talents more than you. I have no special sauce, no secret sauce to connect with someone on the other side. I have nothing else other than my experience. And I honestly believe this can happen to anyone. You don't have to be something special because you already are something special in the eyes of God and in the eyes of your loved one who may no longer be here. But that doesn't mean that you cannot still have a relationship with them. That doesn't mean you have to wait until you pass to the other side to connect with them again. I will tell stories more on this podcast in the future about other visits from my mom. I'll tell this most amazing, mind-blowing story of my father's visitations. I'll tell incredible stories about how I was allowed to be with my father for two and a half hours after his death. I have so much to share. And the reason why I have so much to share is I want people to know that in the process of grieving, it's not all mourning. It's not all sadness. It's not all loneliness. (laughs) It can be filled with love. This incredible love. I I know this is going to sound strange. And I understand if you think that this is really out there. But I honestly have fallen more in love with my mother and father. After their passing. Than I could ever imagine possible. And, and, And I know that I have tears of emotions right now. But they're not. It's not bad emotions. It's not even sad. It's that my mind is blown that this is possible. And then my mind is blown that you can fall more in love with someone that you care for once they pass over, possibly than all the love you had when they were here. This is good news. This is great news. This is exceptional news. For you who are lonely, who are missing your loved one, who never felt that you could ever be normal again because you can't contact them and you just would love to have a sign. A sign could be a feather in front of you that is never there. A sign could be anything that you know of them. A sign could be a waiter that comes up and says, hey, I'm really sorry, we only have one dessert left. And the dessert that's left was your mom or your dad or your sister or your brother who passed over's favorite dessert. That might be a sign. You see, it can't just be normal. It can't. Ju- we just can't sit and hope that we have a vision in our bed at night. I pray to God that you do. But there's so many other ways we can be on the lookout. I've heard of other clients when I share my stories with them say that, you know, they walked into an empty room and they smelt their mother's perfume and their mother had never been in that room. You know what I'm saying? Like there's all kinds of signs that say I'm with you. 
that say, I'm not apart from you. I may have passed to the other side, but we are eternally connected via love. We are eternally connected and, and, and it will never break. That chain of connection will never break. And I don't believe any of our religions or spiritual studies that tell us that we only have 90 days to connect with the loved one and then they're gone forever. Or we only have 30 days. I think it's all nonsense, control-related. I won't even say anything more. I don't think it's real. Let me say that. My personal experiences have told me this is not real. That you will never see them, hear from them, contact. That's not real. There's too many people that have stories like mine, even more profound than mine, for God's sake, that can give us a sense of peace. Yes, I'm going to miss my mom and dad forever, but I am with them forever. Right now, they're here with me, and they'll always be with me, and they'll always be with you. And when it's my time to pass over, I'm going to be with them then. So the chain is never broken. The love cannot be broken. Now take this time and anything that I say that you connect with, work it, create gateways, plant your mom or dad's or your brother, your sister's favorite flower. We did a whole freaking garden for them, for God's sake. Do something related to them. You know, I've worked with so many clients that have lost loved ones to suicide or to natural causes. And they'll come into my office grieving after 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And I'll say to them, go home tonight and set a dinner set, a plate and fork and knife and spoon empty and put their picture on it. Bring them into your life. Don't allow them to be alone. Bring them closer to you. If maybe your mom had a certain perfume that wasn't for you, go buy it anyway. Wear it for God's sake. If your father, my father used to wear this lid, you know, these things called lids that were very popular back in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you know. And and uh, one thing I did for my dad is that I promised because he lost all of his hair in his 30s, I would never cut my hair again. I haven't cut my hair in a number of years. And that will continue. It's a way to honor my dad. I would want, I really want you to pay attention and maybe listen to this again. And if you have a desire to connect, let's connect with those who are passed over. If you need help, go to talkdavid.com. If you're in the process of grieving and you don't know how to grieve, work with me one-on-one. I'll take you through a grieving process that will bring you from mourning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, to mourning, the sun, the brilliant, the love, the light. We can get you there. It may take a little bit of time. And yes, you'll go through sadness, but I don't care if your loved one has been gone for 20, 30, 50, 60 years. I don't care. We can do it together. We can shatter this philosophy that grieving is all sadness and loneliness and throw that crap out the window and bring the light back in. Everything is at talkdavid.com. You're listening to David Essel Alive, helping Americans heal the most outrageously positive podcast you will ever find in this galaxy. I'm so glad you're with me. The website is talkdavid.com. Until next time, this is good news with David Essel.